Happy birthday to the queen that has hypnotized me, that I spend so much money on, that I love so dearly. Happy 34th birthday to Taylor Swift. Taylor Swift in the house. And uh, if you're if you're counting the mentions, I mentioned once in pre-show, and I'm mentioning it right now. Okay, guys. So we got we got two. You didn't today. get into the the third hour though. Before <laughs> we just like holding in a sneeze and had to come out at some yeah, point. Yeah, I just I wanted to give her a shout out. Happy birthday, Taylor. How Swift. old do you say? Thirty four. I think she's been pretty successful before she's, she's right. turned thirty five. You think she'll be under those? Okay. You know they have. You know they have like forty under forty. Yeah, I think she made it. I think she's. Yeah. I think yeah. she's gonna. She'll be okay on that. She list. was the most googled person in the world. Uh, Google released yesterday. Damn. Travis was fifth, so it's probably people. It was? That, yeah. Congrats, bro. exactly. Travis Rogers My was man. fifth on Google. I'll take it. I'll take it. I, I was hoping to make the top three, but five's not bad. Most yeah. googled yeah. top five. <laughs> it is funny because my name, my first name, is not terribly common. It's not uncommon either. Not like, but. A Travis every day in your life. It's not Mike, John, Bill. It's not not one of those. Emily, Allen. Right? It's so when I hear it, my first inclination is to kind of perk up because you don't hear it all until the last couple of months, and you hear it nonstop. All yeah, all the you time. hear it nonstop, and yeah. it's never about me or Travis. So Trent. what what do they do just because? You know, clearly the Chiefs are in a free fall since all this went down. <laughs> yep. Yeah. So. What does is Travis Kelsey now become? Is he kind of like the selfish player in that locker room mm-hmm. that is not doing something cares to help to get Instagram the team on followers, track? Cares about his jersey sales. He's number one in the UK or whatever. What is yeah. he two and two now? Yeah, it's two and two with Taylor in attendance. What I think needs to I happen. I mean, the, the, if we're just talking facts, your numbers are numbers. <laughs> I need. I think Taylor needs to step in as the offensive coordinator. I think she needs to get uh, stuff done because she does. And uh, get Matt Nagy out of there. And uh, I think Taylor needs to take over uh, play-calling abilities. I'm just saying, not a good look. Not I really look, look forward to the <laughs> inevitable and we can move on from this. Cratering of that, yeah. Yeah, I just, I just, because it's, I mean, like, maybe they live happily ever after, yeah. who knows. But I, I'm i dubious. I also feel like it's relatively moved on. You know, it's not every second of the every Chiefs no, game, you the know? the way that they cover it yeah. has gotten much better. Yeah, yeah, the, exactly. The way, but it's still, like, I... This it's is a me. power couple. This is me, and I know that obviously I'm probably in the minority because the people that direct these TV shows know what they're doing, yeah. right? I don't care if she's there or not. Yeah. If she's there, great. If she's mm-hmm. not, yeah. also fine. But I, I just, I'm completely and utterly just for me beyond it just to play the other <laughs> side i don't watch the game unless she's there <laughs> you want her to if, show up to uh, uh, if she's not bears vikings camera, why am i watching i'm I, not trying to watch the game i think the best solution would be that you don't really put her on the network broadcast but you put it on social media and then the people that like taylor swift can like taylor swift and can to be on that you know i think that's the best solution for everybody and i think that's more where it's going now i think you go split screen I I, I think if you can't see, I don't need to see That's the defense. Great. I don't need to see it. I want Taylor Swift on one side. Just an ISO on her and an ISO on Kelsey. That's it. Just yeah. two tight shots of the two of them there is, doing whatever well, they're doing. Uh, go for it. do it. Let's do it right. No, I'm just saying, like, it, it reminded me, like, the first time she was there at the game, it reminded me of uh, that uh, 30 for 30, the catch catch in hell the uh, oh bartman yeah how they would cut to him for no reason yeah every like two seconds <laughs> yeah. like, why are we going to taylor swift yeah. every two seconds yeah like, she hasn't done anything should i ask the question that i really want to ask but i'm afraid it's gonna start something okay i'm sure. just gonna tell you if you ask it and it doesn't go well 
I have nothing to do with it. Okay. If it goes well, <laughs> I will follow up with a question as well. Okay, go ahead. You are a fan of her because you love her music. Yep. Yes. What do you care what she's doing when she's not performing? Why does any? I don't understand. Like for me, mm-hmm. I, I love Otani. Tone it down. Yeah. Right. Like I don't when, like your delivery when Otani is not on the field. Yeah. I don't care what he's doing. Uh, and you, you're not a huge music person, but you know, you, you, who's your favorite musician? Dave Grohl. Sure. So you don't care about Dave Grohl. You didn't read his book. You didn't like. No. Yeah. So for me, I think why I care about what Taylor Swift does outside of writing her music is because her music is so deeply personal and it's based on songwriting. And it helps me enhance what her songs mean to me if I kind of know what's been going on in her life at the time. So, for example, there's an album called Folklore, which is written during the pandemic, and a lot about how she felt about the world was influenced also by how she was presenting herself to the world. Mm -hmm. So, for me, it's an added level of interest in her songwriting, what is happening in her life. So, that's why I care. It's a good answer. And music is probably the one like athlete is different than music music is does it? kind of hit people's soul touch it like because music, music has an element i'm there's a lot of artists that i love i'm not hanging on the words right like i i, I i'm not personally but, I, the but, production. but there are a lot of people who do hang but on like the words. If, if if this were something like her going to a chief's game Mm-hmm. Is that going to influence her songwriting? I don't really care uh, yeah. about as much that as much, but I th- I just like that she seems happy, and she I like seeing photos. She of writes, her is her happy music happy. better than Tra- her sad music? Tra- it Tra- depends her- on what you're in the mood for. Sometimes it's sad, and sometimes what happy. Her next song is the offsides call. Oh, not Kadarius Tony. Yeah, saying why the NFL referees are awful. By Taylor Swift. <laughs> That's good. Uh, one more small thing. It's there's things going around that ta- Travis was playing this. Travis Kelsey, sorry, was playing this big elaborate birthday dinner for Taylor Swift in t- Kansas City tonight. Um, but I, it's, I, I, no, I want to see that they went to the Cheesecake Factory or that they went to the Rainforest Cafe because <laughs> Travis funny. Kelsey is a guy who loves a chain restaurant. If if that's what he did, then that's genuinely funny. But is. I don't think it's going to be. That I know bad. you don't care, and I will not bring it up. No, no, no. So. I, I just, the, and I'm not. This is not an Emily thing. This is a world thing that I don't yeah. understand. That I, if you like the music, cool. Listen to the music, but yeah, where she goes to dinner for her birthday. Do you care about where anybody goes besides your family members? Uh, kind of your friends say, or people my, you care about people yeah. that I know and yeah. that I care about and that I have a connection with. That's beyond something that I just consume. Saca la bolsita, bro. (laughs) By the way, I haven't had a saca la bolsita in uh, in a couple of weeks. We need to... I didn't get invited when you guys were. I know. There was no excuse. Apologies. Look, I I am hyper aware, right? I I, I take down all the little details of all of my days and I form form opinions. Just like Taylor Swift. (laughs) Maybe maybe I should start paying more attention. Happy birthday to Taylor Swift. Um, I do like that the Lakers won the in-season tournament. Yep. I, I'm kind of indifferent on the fact that they're hanging a banner. If they want to hang it, great. I think they're probably doing it as a, you got yeah. it, NBA. Still shouldn't do it, yeah, but okay. That's fine. Look, if they said we're not doing it, I wouldn't be like, oh, you know, put it, yeah, whatever. It's a right? seven-season, seven-game tournament. But clearly they cared. Mm-hmm. Clearly they put their best foot forward in those seven games. Clearly, especially you know in the, the two games in Las Vegas, they put on a show. Yeah, they did. Anthony Davis in particular put mm-hmm. on a show. It was awesome. And then there was last night where they basically said, eh, we're good. We just won the in-season tournament. We're taking the night off. Because Dallas was missing Kyrie. 
They were mixing, missing Maxi Kleber, Josh Green, Derek yep. Jones, and Seth Curry didn't play in the second half. And the Mavs were on the second part of a back-to-back where Luka had played 44 minutes 44. in game one, yeah. and the Lakers still lost. It was I, weird. I, listen, it was weird, and I, I didn't find myself – I kind of found myself really irritated last night. And, you know, look, Lakers lose a game in the regular season. It's all good. It's not that big of a deal. They went 7-0 and in in-season tournament play. You got the group games, right. and then the quarterfinals, semis, and the finals. So seven and zero. They're seven and ten in non in season tournament games. Okay, wait. They cared. It was that big of a deal, or maybe they know Trav that they now have the ability. We could switch that light on whenever we want. But the game against the Mavs, I think, what irritated me yesterday is I've kind of gone out of my way over these last couple weeks to talk about. I think they're turning a quarter. They got their players back, starting to play some defense. Looks like guys are starting to click. They can, instead of a player that has to do something that is not in their. Reeves doesn't have to go 28 or 26 and 6. No, Reeves, come off the bench, do your thing. Like everybody kind of can start doing their thing. Open up the Putting game. Putting him on the bench helped a lot. 100%. Yeah. Um, open up the game yesterday. Down by eight in the first quarter. Down by welcome ten back. in the first. Welcome back, <laughs> right? Make their run in the third quarter. Of course. Okay. Of course they're going to make their run, and then fourth quarter. I know for those that want to make an excuse and say, "Well, Dante Exum hit seven threes. Cool. Lakers didn't change anything. He just kind of kept doing his thing. They were missing the players that you were talking about. They gave up 127 points to a team that has five role players out. Tim Hardaway Jr. is dropping 32 on your ass." There was a little like, okay, so you're just going to kind of turn it on when you feel like it. You got two games this week left. You got the Spurs who have lost 17 in a row. Is that good? They, it's a Better whole different than the Pistons. Conversation. <laughs> they, I, I, right, and the Pistons saying, hold my beer. <laughs> right. But there's a little bit of like, you want to see from the Lakers of, hey, that's really good. Bat- look at the streak that they're on. Look what they're doing right now. Hey, go look at the NBA standings. Lakers top three, some of this. I know it's early on, but that game was very irritating yesterday. I, I really didn't understand it. It's There's a silver lining because clearly when they want to play, okay. they're pretty good. Like you said, they're 7-0 and in the games that, air quote, mattered. If, if you're just taking – if they were as invested in the IST as it appears that they were, yeah. every time they cared, uh-huh. they won. Now, the other stuff, it's bad habits. Can, it's I, all can I just these say something things? about the in-season sure. that people, I think, should understand? Their group that they were in was Memphis, is weak. Portland, Utah, and Phoenix. Yeah. So it's not like they were beating these juggernauts to get there. To get to the semis, they beat the Phoenix Suns. Give them that. Yep. They had New Orleans and Indiana. Yep. There's not a team in there that I talked about other than the Phoenix Suns that you would say are top 10 in the NBA. I agree. So there's a little bit of also that that I think uh, comes in. 100%. Apart. But it's not just that they won out, and especially in the, the quarter, semis, and finals, they looked good. Took teams it, out. It, yeah. it wasn't just that they, okay, we won, advanced to the next one. It, they went out there and kicked people's butts. Yeah. It, it looked really good. LeBron and AD looked really good. Like, to your point, they're getting some of their guys back. So... When you do get into a playoff situation, knowing that that's in there, I think is the the silver lining to all of this. The 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 rest of it, the rest of the dark cloud is, guys, you can't go up and down based on your level of enthusiasm on any and given interest. night because it's it's you're going to get caught. Mm-hmm. Now, 
last night could have been whether metaphorical or literal the hangover game right it just we won this thing we everybody won a half million bucks let's go have a good time and like see the what happens right the the the, the letdown the, the again they still got what do they have another 50 some odd games right. right there's a long way to go game they, 25 tonight i think they probably yeah. won't play another game with super high intensity for a while i know there, there are good games against good teams celtics maybe celtics yeah. bucks you know Minnesota's Minnesota, coming up. sure yep. but mm-hmm. they're few and far between mm-hmm. knowing it's in there is important but i wouldn't mind seeing some better habits just some more consistency and i think we'll get it now that this thing is going to be in the rearview mirror by a pretty good distance mm-hmm. in a week or two and whatever the afterglow of the in-season tournament is will have completely gone away we'll have a better idea what they are night in and night still out. tough to kind of comprehend because I didn't put too much value in the in-season tournament. I, it's, it was cool. It was, it was kind of different, all that stuff. But the we're going to really crank it up for a seven-game tournament that even the finals game doesn't even count towards your standings. Right. The stats don't go towards that. The AD forty-one and twenty does not count Oof. towards his regular season stats. Um, but it counts towards your psyche, right? Could no, it, no, I, it, that that I agree with. It, it counts to, and again, it was Indiana, so you know, take it. For and what it it's helps worth. a team like the Pacers that yeah. that counts towards their psyche for of sure. how they Indiana got there. Is a team that can score, and if you can play really great yep. defense, and again, yep. it's just the idea that AD can prove to himself that he can do it. That's it. That this game, air quote, matters. This is an important game, and he showed up. Doesn't because, he already know that? Yeah, probably, but it's you know. AD gets dissected probably more than anybody sure. not named LeBron James, right? Yeah, yeah. So stacking a few more good ones next to the, the the few clunkers, I think is useful. Because if it's about 50-50, it's like, I don't know what I'm going to get. But if it's 70-30 in the right direction, you can feel – and I'm not talking about me. I'm talking about him. Yep. That I usually play well in these situations. That's good for your mental well-being. See that pass Luca made in the middle of the game? I didn't, but you were telling me about it. That dude is just uh, – he has 17 dimes yesterday. He's playing with nobody yeah. around him. Just incredible. It's there, the headband. There is. Um, You're not a fan, are you? The headband looked as bad on Luca. Does Sorry. anybody look good with a headband? Uh, I think some people look good with a headband. Like LeBron, I think with a headband looks fine. I don't think that's a bad idea. I think LeBron, uh, Zach Wilson looks fine with the headband. Very strategic. Uh, Very. But yeah, I think I think headbands can work for certain people. It does not work for Luca to me. Was it Derek White last year for the Celtics? Bro, his hairline was so bad. And then once inside the NBA and TNT. Just went in on him, shaved the whole thing. I'm like, I mean, best thing you could have done. Best thing you could have done. When you're a headband, when you're trying to, like, if you're completely bald, headband, yeah. fine. All good. But if you're trying to, like, if I yep. went headband for the show, we all know what I'm trying Not to do. Not a bad idea, by the way, just right. to kind of throw a headband just, out there you know, randomly. To try to take up this yeah. six inches of real estate right here as so yeah, nobody yeah, notices. It's not even just a regular. It's a thick <laughs> one goes from your eyebrows to your forehead. Idea. I know last time that we had a combo plate where we had a shortened show that you dressed up, you wore a nice suit. I think yeah. we should all have some sort of identifying factor. So maybe if one headbands? of us wore a headband or it was a headband day for all of us. There you go. Just idea for the back I like of mind. I like that. Um the Rams, very much alive, yeah. but the playoffs basically start on Sunday. I'll explain. It's next. It's Travis Lee, 710 ESPN. Ten seconds on the clock. How many things can you name that are always growing? Your relationships. Your skills. Your customer base. How about businesses on Shopify? <laughs> Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify's there to help you grow. 
Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash network, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash network now to grow your business. No matter what stage you're in, shopify.com slash network. Uh, so we were, you teased Rams, uh, but it got me thinking. Um, I've been in a fantasy football group for the first time ever. I've been fantasy football this season. Did you make the playoffs? Yes, I did. All right, good I had, nine and a, I had nine and five records, so All I right. did pretty well. Um, so anyway, we were talking about the DeVitos because a couple of my friends in the group are big Giants fans, and so they found his website, which is uh, seanstilato.com, the name of his .com, and there's a merch shop on it. Okay? Awesome. So you can get merch. There's hats that say 1994, and NBD, which is stands for no backing down, so that's <laughs> how my motto for the rest of my life, no backing down. I already do that. Uh, but you get shirts, you get socks, but... Number one thing I think is this no backing down second edition book. Okay, so second my, edition. Yes, yeah, second edition. All right. My friends and I are going to buy the book ads, and do a book club and just try to like channel Sean Stellato. I don't know here, like, but I'm going to channel him. Read no backing down, and so I know <laughs> don't back down ever again. I I love it. I think I think it's a great idea. That guy on Monday Night Football was amazing. He was the show. It was like okay, I don't want to say it was like he's from Central Casting. It he had to have been doing it on purpose. That because you're right, Em. It was the suit, the mannerisms, hundred percent. Everything about it was oh come on man. No, it was a marketing ploy. 100%. It was, but it was a damn good one. Even mm-hmm. though you knew it was a bit of a performance, and mm-hmm. usually I, I'm not a huge fan of that. The guy nailed it. Like he's kissing the dad. It's yep. just everything about it was amazing. I'm, and, I'm a and huge the network, fan of you know, obviously ESPN was jumping into it and saying, "Yeah, more of that during the game." <laughs> so they're going to. It's almost like they're Everybody following in. What you guys yeah. think of double Monday nights? I think it would have been better if it staggered because both games yeah, were great. Good. They yeah. they couldn't obviously anticipate how they both ended, but I think they should have staggered them. That, that's only they start one game and then time it to where okay. Around halftime, that's when we're going to start the other game. That's oh, you want that much of a stagger? Um, well, but back, no, back no, when they no first less, started. No less than one hour. Yeah. Like, you, you got to just give us a little bit of space here, a little bit of space to do the same at the same time. I mean, I'm still going to watch the Pelicans yeah. versus the Timberwolves. Yeah. But <laughs> um, I think it's better. You got to just give them a little space. I didn't mind it at all. I I, I, I wanted surprised. to see I both thought, games. I, I get that. And, yeah. and, and they got two incredible finishes for sure, but... It's nice being able to flip back. and Maybe it's because I didn't – the only one I had a rooting interest in was the Packers and the, the Giants because the Giants winning that game was really good news yeah, for yeah, the Rams. But it was – it's fun to have more football. I'm, I'm telling you. I know I've been saying this for a few years. Mm-hmm. We are not far away from having football every night of the week. It, 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 it is coming. Okay, can I, can I give a suggestion? NFL Sundays. You got the games that start at 10. You got the games that start at 1, give or take Mm -hmm. 20 minutes or whatever. It's 25 minutes. Because we all want the games, we want them consumed as much as we do, can we get games that start at 1 and then one game that starts at 2 o'clock? Just give me – because they're going to be consumers that are there that are saying, if you go till 5 – Yeah, but they already – but on Sunday, they already have you nailed. They they got you from 10 a.m. until 9 o'clock at night. But there's a little break. Not really. 
Those those 10 a.m. games go right up to the 1 o'clock games. Mm -hmm. The 1 o'clock games start. Then there's 125. There's usually two 125s that go right up till the the Sunday night kickoff. You mean you might have like 40 minutes where there's no game on, but then you watch the pregame show. They've they've got you Sunday. They don't don't need to cover a 40-minute window on Sunday. But all the games are on. And I'm saying like it doesn't – it's not hurting anybody. No, but that's why they're not going to put it to – they're going to cover Sunday. Mm -hmm. Then they already got Monday. They already got Thursday. They got Saturday starting this weekend. I don't disagree with you that having another day of football, nobody's against that. It's just the silver lining may be the wrong word. The interesting part of the pandemic relative to the NFL, we can play on Tuesdays and Wednesdays. It works. They played Tuesday. What was the Rams game? The game was Tuesday. It was Tuesday night football. Okay. Well, they had a game before that because there was two games that they play on that day. It might have been even a Steelers game. It was a Steelers game. They played at like eleven o'clock in the morning. You know what I did when I was (laughs) on the show? I went home and watched the game. Of course you did. There, there, there is no game we won't watch. Yeah. No matter how bad these Thursday night games are, we turn them on and we watch them. Mm -hmm. I I do, and that's what I mean. So we got now the Raptors were playing. (laughs) You got Thursdays, Saturdays, Sundays, and Mondays. There's only throw one game on Tuesday, throw one game on Friday night. Why not? They're good. We've already seen games on Fridays and Tuesdays. Wednesday would be the one day that might be a little tricky to get to, but with buys and and everything else, it it's gonna happen. I've been waiting all day for Tuesday <laughs> night. Marie, Tuesday I'd night. Watch. I'm gonna I'd shift watch. here just because I think this is big news. Um, Marie, you a tweet just came out here. Fabian Ardayo, who is part of the um, – Fabian's the athletic, right? I think so. Okay, yeah, he is the athletic. Yoshino- Yoshinobu Yamamoto, his meeting with the Dodgers yesterday at Dodger Stadium featured Mookie Betts, Freddie Freeman, and Shohei Otani. Uh, sources tell Fabian and Ken Rosenthal. My brother, I don't know what's going to happen here moving forward. <laughs> But somebody want to explain to me how anyone is going to compete with what's probably going to happen here. You and I were talking a little bit about it during um, during our prep, that it's not too often that a player says, listen, I just made my move. Now I'm going to sit back in that CEO chair, in that, that, that corner office on the 52nd floor, and I'm going to look at you guys who are running this organization and say, I did my part. Go do your part now. And the fact that you already got these guys, and I'm talking about Mookie, Freddie, Shohei saying, Go get Yamamoto. The, what time's the meeting? Yeah. No, 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 no. Not go get them. We're coming in for the pitch as well. Um, I, I don't know what's more powerful than that, but I think the, the move that Shohei made of A, picking the Dodgers, and B, here's the flexibility. Yeah. Don't screw this up. I think that's it's interesting. It, it is because I'm just guessing here, but it fits, which is, hey, I, I will defer virtually all of my money. Yeah. It, it, for all intents and purposes, he's playing for free for 10 years and he's mm-hmm. going to live off of his 70 million a year in endorsements that he makes. Yes, Social Security coming <laughs> yeah, in. He's, so, but he's basically saying, you're, the payroll, the, the AAV that's going to get applied to this deal is coming in at about 40 million. Okay, so you can still go get basically whoever you want. Anybody, and if I'm coming here, 
I need you to give me your word that you're going to do everything. You can't miss on guys because you're like, oh, we just can't get there financially. I'm giving you the ability to get there financially. And, and, and it's not even a – it's not even um, – I don't want to say they don't have an option, but if Yamamoto decided, guys, look, this was an unbelievable pitch, I appreciate it. I appreciate you guys are willing to go up to $300 million. I'm throwing out numbers that they were talking about. Yeah. But I want to go play for the New York Mets. Example, yep. right? Yep. Can't do anything about that. What I think Shohei is making sure is you're not stopping it. If if it takes 300 to bring him, and we think that's the player that should come, and that's the difference for the Dodgers. Yep. And next year you bring out a Dodgers lineup that has <laughs> Shohei Otani as your ace and Yamamoto as your second pitcher. I'm just using that as an example and put the bats to the side for a quick second. The the move Shohei made in this move of chess is. I've put you guys in the best position possible. Go make it happen. I'm not trying to slow play any of this. Yeah. That the Dodgers have rigged the game as best as they can. That prior to Shohei, the Dodgers were kind of on the 10-yard line to start the season, to score the World Series touchdown, right? And they they couldn't get those last 10 yards in the playoffs. Mm -hmm. Now they've moved it to like the two Mm -hmm. with Otani. And we'll see what it looks like. If you added Yamamoto... They move it to like the half yard line, right? So there's never a sure thing, but they're getting as close to it as you possibly can. Because here's the thing. Injury is the great wild card. You never know who's going to be available by the time you get there. For every team. For for every team, sure. But and then with the Dodgers in particular, the the pucker factor is off the charts of late. Maybe Otani doesn't care. Maybe Yamamoto doesn't care if the Glasnow deal that we're hearing about, that could get done sooner mm-hmm. than later. Mm-hmm. Maybe he doesn't care. You know, He's pitched in a ton of big games in his life, too. At some point, somebody's just going to be really good at the right time, and I think it kind of unlocks everybody else. Mm. You just need somebody to be good right away, and maybe it's Otani. Maybe Yamamoto goes out there and throws a two-hit shutout to, to open the play. You're like, oh, it's on Mm -hmm. and then once they get unlocked a little bit yeah forget it because right now the only thing that's keeping them back is the pucker factor and and if you can get through that i don't know man nobody's going to win 10 world series in a row that doesn't happen in baseball yeah but if you could win three or four over a 10-year window that's an extraordinary accomplishment and that's what they put themselves in a position to do i think some teams should take the year off Take one year off. <laughs> just prepare for 2025. Relegation. Go down to the Pacific forward. Coast League. Yeah, just uh, take some time off. Elevate the uh, Las Vegas 51. I wonder if Otani said anything about Altman screwing up this whole thing. <laughs> Factor Caps coming up next. It's Travis Lee, 710 ESPN. I didn't even get to talk about my guys at Rotolo Chevrolet the last couple of days. It feels good to be able to tell you to go out to Rotolo Chevrolet in Fontana, right off the 210 freeway, Sierra Avenue exit. I was talking with my guy, Eddie, out at Rotolo. We were talking a little bit about uh, the player that the Dodgers just signed and how excited he is. And this is just the sort of guys that they are, right? They love to talk. They love to just be a part of the community, to see what's going on out there. And it shows in what they do. It's why you win Dealer of the Year 13 years in a row, because they want people to get a great deal. They want you to get that Silverado that you've had your eyes on at the right price and feel great about it. And that's what they do year after year after year. Transparent, courteous, upfront. You're going to feel good about your purchase at Rotolo Chevrolet. So if you're looking for that new Silverado or any Chevy car or truck, go on out to Rotolo Chevrolet right off the 210 freeway, Sierra Avenue exit, right there in Fontana. And if you can't get out to the store, go online, RotoloChevy.com, R-O-T-O-L-O, RotoloChevy.com, and tell them that Travis sent you. 
Hey guys, there must be something going around in the sickness universe. I don't know if it's COVID or not, but what was funny, I uh, I usually have therapy on Tuesdays and usually I do a video chat with my therapist and she was like, can we do it over the phone? And I was like, this just feels weird. Like having a phone chat with my therapist, like literally on the phone, like a phone call just feels a little um, like I'm calling my friend. Less intimate, right? Yeah, yeah. It was, yeah. A, little, it was a little off. So everybody stay safe, you know, be uh, hand washed. Try not to get sick. Take as many steroids as the doctor will give you. That's my recommendation. I'm going to do the radio show over the phone on speaker tomorrow. Buffersley, big time. Did you do a couple curls (laughs) with the help of your family? (laughs) The whole thing is like the the steroid neck. You can just tell it right away. (laughs) Um, So uh, Netflix released. their top movie and their top TV show of the past year, okay? And this is like a Netflix original. So it's not like Suits. I don't think Suits could count for this. Seinfeld, right. Right, yeah, exactly. So it'd have to be something that was created by Netflix. So the number one movie was The Mother, starring Jennifer Lawrence, uh, not Jennifer Lawrence, Jennifer Lopez. Um, it was a streaming service's top movie, topped out at 249.9 million hours watched. Okay, but that's only the 14th most viewed content. Okay, the most viewed piece of content that was um, released by Netflix was the thriller The Night Agent, which was the number one spot. It t- had 812 million hours, which is an equivalent of nearly 100,000 years <laughs> of being watched. Oh my okay, gosh. so Night Agent, number one TV show, yeah. uh, The Mother, number one movie. You know, someone who has watched either of these things, Travis Fettercap. Fact. I, I've never even heard of the Jennifer Lopez movie, which is a huge fail on my part because I feel like I should be fully involved with all Jennifer Lopez projects. Huge fan. <laughs> um, but the night, my, my oldest son, Bobby, watches The Night Agent, and I watched an episode or two. It's not bad. It's like it's your classic uh, political espionage, you know, who's a good guy, who's a bad guy, double cross kind yeah. of show like 100, that. 100,000 years worth of good? I mean, I don't think it's one person watching all of <laughs> yeah, this, of but it it was okay. I didn't put it this way. I was able to get through an episode and it held my attention, which very few things yeah. can say right now. It was all right. Al? Um, it can't be more cap. I've never <laughs> heard of any of these. And the fact that, like, we've all kind of um, Game of Thrones when that was going on. I didn't watch Game of Thrones. I didn't watch Game of Thrones. But you knew about it. But of course I knew about it. It's impossible. Breaking Bad. Like, think of whatever it is that kind of got all of our attention. And you knew about it whether you watched it or not. If you would have told me The Night Agent was a cartoon, I'd believe you. (laughs) It's not BoJack Horseman. If you'd have told me The Night Agent was a comic from the 50s, I'd have believed you. I have no idea. That's like a noir detective thing from the 50s? I have no idea. I've not heard of either one of these. And DeAndre, the way you were looking at me, I don't think you have either. (laughs) Yeah, DeAndre? I I have not not heard any of these. Nothing. Cap? (laughs) Cap. Yeah, Cap. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> All right, Kat from both the board ops today. All right, so uh, speaking of board ops, my friends are planning a board game uh, event on Monday. Um, I'm not necessarily the biggest board game person. I'm not like the least bo- board game person, but I don't usually uh, seek it out. I don't usually seek it out board games. I just don't like the rules. I- I'd rather just play a drinking <laughs> game. I don't know. So you are a board game person. Alan Fettercat. Um. Fact, but I'm-, I'm specific on one. One of the funnest board games Growing up, playing and playing even with friends, everything else. Monopoly, Monopoly is one of the funnest board games that I Monopoly's ever played. Too long, man. If it's all t- about finances. I don't if care. If you told me tomorrow 
or not even tomorrow when the show ends. Hey, you guys want to play Monopoly? Yeah, I'm in. <laughs> Do you want to be the race car or the thimble? Uh, I like the race car. I like the <laughs> race car. <laughs> um, right. Monopoly is a fun game, and it, you're right, DeAndre. It takes forever, but it's a fun game. I I, I go yes on board All games. All right, Chad, what about you? Um, fact, I'm a board game person. I'll, I'll play, and it really doesn't matter what the game is to me. It's more about the camaraderie yeah. of playing the game. Um, I, I've never really done it with like a group of friends, really, or at least in a very long time. But playing with my kids or playing with like w- my mom and dad and Susan and I will play hearts when we get together, mm-hmm. right? The holidays and things like that. Yeah. I know it's, it's not a, a board game, game but, yeah. but a card. It's just, it's not that, I mean, I like playing hearts. I'm pretty good at it. I will beat all of you if we <laughs> sit down and play. Never play. But, but it's much more about the have a glass of wine, catch up with people that you care about. That's the part sure. I like. Jorge? Uh, fact. Uh, we play Mexican ones like Loteria or Serpientes Escala. That's like shoots and ladders. Uno, uno's another one. Even though it's not a Mexican one, but yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but I, you know, I'm teaching Maite how to play some of these games too. We have mm-hmm. Operation. Operation's she's, fun. She's scared of the clown still, but you know, it's kind of getting there. But no, I, I, I enjoy it. My favorite one growing up was Battleship. Remember? Oh, that's Battleship yeah. was great. Guess who? Guess where your ship was? Stressful as hell. Honestly, Let me I, ask you something. Do you cheat? No, no, <laughs> no, 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 no. I, don't, I don't cheat either. But I like to put all of my battleships in one area. Mm-hmm. So like you're like throw oh, them off a little. Oh my gosh, square. there's no anywhere. Yeah. yeah. So. Uh, but once they find the clump, you're dead yep, meat. Yep. A yeah. lot of people like. I never got into Risk, but I know Risk was risk a big is one. Super fun. Yep. Now yeah, Risk, risk makes one. Monopoly look like a solitaire <laughs> game on your phone. Risk could take three weeks to finish a right. game. So I'm more of a person. I like to be at a board game event, but I I like drink and I'll chat, but I, I don't. I don't like to get invested in it because then I think I get too competitive. No, That's kind of where not I you. get. <laughs> yeah, I would not never. me. Of course <laughs> not. <laughs> guess who? Another one? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Guess, guess who's, who's fun. fun. Oh, yeah. is that the one where you tap the tiles? Yeah. No, that yep. is a good one. I like that. I also like one. they've made guess, but people on TikTok make guess who, but like it's for like celebrities and stuff and they'll do fun things. So that's a fun game as well. I wouldn't necessarily call it a board game, but it's a game. Yeah. Um, all right. So Al Michaels um, was told that he would not be a part of NBC's playoff broadcasts. It was okay. a shock to him. Yeah. Um, and he will continue, obviously, to do the Amazon broadcast for the rest of the year. So do they ha- They don't have a playoff game, do they? The Amazon? I don't believe they do. Peacock okay. does. So essentially, Al Michaels will not be calling any um, postseason games for the NFL. So my statement is, you care about who is the voice of a playoff game. Jorge, fact or cap? Uh, cap, because uh, sometimes I'm watching these games at a bar and there's no sound. You're just there for the, uh, you know, just for the crowd. You care more about the crowd more than who's announcing the game at mm-hmm. that point when you're at a bar. So, cap for me. DeAndre? Fact. I'm, I'm going to go with fact, man. You know, sometimes I watch with my family. We have the audio on and stuff like that. So, I want to, like, the commentary is very big to me. Because sure. I feel like when they bring a point of emphasis to the game and they make a, you know, a highlight player or something like that and the call when it's really good, I feel like it's a big and it's important. Trev? I think it's I, I think it's fact. I care a, a lot. Um, now, if somebody's bad, it doesn't drive me away from the game. Like if you get a if you get one of those you know team D teams on your team, it's not great, but it's like oh, I'm not going to watch this. But there's something about big events where the best guys show up. If Al Michaels is there, it's a big deal. Mm. Al Michaels is calling the game. If Joe Buck is there, it's a big deal. The gravitas, he, he, right? The Kevin Harlan's calling your NBA game. That's a big game. You know, these are big moments where Mike Breen is there. It's a big game, right? So I I do care. I I cannot wait to find out why Al is not on the playoffs because nobody's really saying anything at this point. And Al clearly was caught by surprise with this Mm -hmm. whole thing. I I can't wait to find out what it was all about. Al? 
You know, I, I, I thought when we started this conversation, I thought I was going to say cap, but I do find myself, I'll go fact on this, I find myself, it's more to do with if there's an announcer that I don't like or if there's a combo of people talking over each other that it does change the, the just how you're it either enhances it or hurts it. So yeah. I think the broadcaster does matter. Um, I'm not going to not watch a game because of it, but I think it's adding to something or it's taking something away. My parents always complain, that person's rooting against the Steelers. And I'm like, they're not. They're Everybody thinks the, the yeah. guy calling the game is rooting yep. against your team. Yeah, because when your team doesn't do well, right. then yeah. you, you want to make excuses. But uh, when I say it, I'm telling you. <laughs> it's true. Yes, yeah. All right, so um, we talked about this story a little bit earlier. So uh, my friend tried to Venmo me some money for paying for her parking pass, and it was like $4, so it wasn't bad. So then I she Venmoed someone else named Emily Heeple, and uh, I do not know if she got that money back or not, um, but also it's $4, who cares? So- Statement is, you would send back anything over $50 if it was sent to you by accident. So you get a ding from, you know, Joe Schmo, and you didn't expect a ding, and it's $56, you send it back. Travis, factor cap. I think it's cap, and I didn't even, I would have answered differently if we would have done this an hour ago. You brought up a really good point. I would think it's a scam. Fraud. Yeah. I, I would think somebody's trying to, well, if I respond back to this, I've opened up my, because I don't understand that world well enough I to know. know how vulnerable you Click are. Click on this link not. and right. I'm like, oh, sure. Oh, right. And you're telling me there isn't a way to, hey, I was trying, even if somebody did say, oh, I was trying to Venmo my other friend, Emily Hebel, can you send me back that $4 or $56 or whatever it is? I'd be really, really worried. Now, if it were a thousand dollars and somebody said to i might try to get in touch with somebody from venmo and say hey listen is this legit and and see what they say right something like that but my first reaction would be nah this seems like a setup they're trying to not just get their 56 bucks back they're trying to take advantage of me Al, cap but it's not the 50 dollar threshold if somebody's sending money that i'm not supposed to be getting i'm i'm going to be sending it back now i got to do a little intel because I've dealt with something on Venmo where um, somebody was trying to basically get into my account, was successful, yeah. by the way. Um, but anyways, long story short, I, I think it's any amount that I'm probably I'm, I'm suspicious, but I'm trying to get them their money back. I think moral of the story is definitely to double check, triple check before you send anything, uh, especially, uh, you know, if you can scan a QR code, whatever. You know what I was going to say? The other moral yeah. of the story is also live on the edge a little. Just <laughs> click that link. <laughs> Uh, yeah, you know where I was going. What? Then don't have me pay for you. No, no, yeah. no, no. What? Cash still has a purpose in the world. Cash still has a purpose in the world. Cash that still is, sure. is one of those. That that's one of those. Hey man, I forgot my credit card. Yeah. And the only thing. Yeah. Here, here's forty. We'll call it whatever it yeah. is. Right. Yeah. Cash. Cash still works. Yeah. This week Monday, I went to a, a sandwich shop next to me. They also do coffee. I had cash, and they're like, "Sorry, we're not taking cash." I and I didn't have my credit card yeah. with me. I'm like. The love yeah, the Alamo uh, is. They don't like to take cash, yeah. but they will if that's all all you have. Uh, Legal around. tender for all debts, public and that's private. Right. Right. And usually the other way around. Like, oh, we don't take cash. I'm like, wait, I only have my card now. So right. The, the the fruit ladies, they they take Venmo, they take cash, they take Zell. whatever, Zell, they, hey. anything. You get us some money, we're taking exactly. it. That's the way. That's you the that's how it should money, be. There you go. You want your coco, uh, you know, Delgadito. There you go. <laughs> DeAndre and Jorge, what do you think about this uh, statement? You would send back anything over fifty? Uh I don't even know how Venmo works. So, I mean, it's. 
Here, Venmo me 50. Uh, I don't even <laughs> have to be to teach honest you. With you. Yeah, let me show you what this is all about. You know, I'm, I'm more of cash or like a debit Zelle. Yeah. That's, that, that's the way. Venmo, I will I, tell you if you do, yeah. it's very convenient. It's very, very convenient. Zelle is as convenient. It's mm-hmm. essentially the same thing same as thing. direct. But then I heard you, on bank. Venmo, if you have your profile, it tells you what you, you can see what people spent on before, right? Is that right? You can't see what the number is. You can make yours is. private if, if you want see, to. You can make it like, private, eh, but you can't see what it was spent on, but you can see how you can't see how much it was. You can see what they spent it on. Yeah. I'm sending that fifty dollars back. That's it. Yeah, simple as that. Simple as that. Mm-hmm. Don't trust put anything. DeAndre on the list of guys that I might be able to scam if things go south. <laughs> Got level. Yeah, <laughs> just DeAndre Hawkins. I need my fifty dollars back. Hit me up at this That's account. The, who I can scam? <laughs> yes. and it's just in bold it's letters. Long list. Speaking of Venmo, you know what I saw the free with the other day? Uh, it was a woman who had just gotten divorced. And then in her car, you know how they put just married? She right. put just divorced, and then they put a QR code of Ven- buy me a drink. And it's like you have you guys ever money. sent money to one of those? Hell no. Yeah, no, I haven't no, either. Thanks. But I'm sympathetic towards that one. I'll I'll get her a drink. I I've seen like bachelorette party, bad you know all, yeah. all those things. Like yeah, good luck with twenty first birthday. Yeah, n- no, yeah. no, you should have saved your paper route money. You should do one. Just got my voice back. <laughs> Maybe get some cash. Yeah, I need more steroids. Send me uh, send me five bucks along the way. Rams playoffs start Sunday. That's next. It's Travis Lee, 710 ESPN. All right, don't miss the 2023 Subaru Share the Love event happening now through January 2nd. After this 16th year of sharing the love, Subaru will have donated over $285 million to charity. Visit my good friends over at Sierra Subaru Monrovia as they are proudly supporting Foothill Unity Center and the Pablove Foundation during the Subaru Share the Love event. Um, this quick little story here. Sierra Subaru Monrovia, I've got a chance to drive their cars, amazing cars. The brand is amazing. But let's look past that for a second. For this dealership and the Subaru brand in general, it's so important to be a part of the community. It's so important to give back. This time, obviously, around the holidays, in the month of November, I was a part of a toy drive that they did. We've done other events around Father's Day. I just love that it's more than just selling cars. If you want some more information, go to SierraSubaru.com. For more info or visit them just off the 210 and 605 freeway, that's SierraSubaru.com. Let's go, Pitbull. Armando. Laura's getting up somewhere. It does kind of make you want to oh, move song. a little it's bit. It's a great song. It does. I asked Laura, <laughs> I asked Laura yesterday, pregame Remix. show. Laura was on the board for the pregame. And... One of the promos ran of us saying, you know, Jorge, you were talking about, right? Suavemente comes on. She starts moving her shoulders. I'm like, hey, is that a pretty accurate story? She's like, I hate him. Yes, it's accurate. (laughs) Right when she said, I'm like, Laura, you do realize the way he painted the picture, I saw Laura sitting there (laughs) with her shoulders, holding a drink and saying, I'm going to the She was red for filth. It was great. There are some songs that you don't want to like, but you just do. Yeah. And- Armando's got a few of them. And, yeah, Pitbull. Pitbull. I remember going to that NASCAR race just to see Pitbull. Yeah, perform. I remember. It that's was right. Worth it. it was worth it. I was trying to think. It was Wiz Khalifa, Pitbull, and then Ice. It, oh, Ice Cube. Yeah. And wasn't Cypress Hill there last year too? Yeah, Cypress Hill was there last year. Ice was there the very first it, year. It was went. Ice yeah. Cube and Pitbull. Pitbull, because Pitbull was wearing a leather jacket. It was 150 yeah. degrees. It was amazing. I'm like, yeah. that's crazy. Yeah, it was already it was part Mr. of his Wild outfit. Wild. And then last year was Cypress Hill and Wiz yeah. Khalifa. Right? Do we know? Because I'm going back. I, that, by the, I, lo- I love that event. That was pretty fun. DeAndre and I covered it for the first time. Oh, that's time. right. We, yeah. we got to spend a few minutes ago. Did, did you guys like it as much? I liked it. I don't know anything about racing. Don't really care about racing in any meaningful way. 
That is a great event. Mm-hmm. I really look forward to it. Plus, we got up close and like very close to the cars to the point where we're like sticking our hand inside the you know. Oh, the, that's the sweet. Jeez. And then so, uh, one there was one team that was like, "Hey guys, can you guys just like not back up a little? Yeah, yeah. back up yeah. a little because it's expensive." We're like, oh, we get it. We Did get you it. have like the headphones or earplugs in? No, no. <laughs> I got I I ha- if I'm going back again, I have to do that because I, yeah. my ears got destroyed. It's loud. It it's really loud. Like when. I th- the track out in Fontana is currently under construction. They're mm. they're rebuilding it. Um, I've been out to a couple of races out there too, and yeah, the, the one in the Coliseum, the top speed is maybe seventy miles an hour. They don't mm. get up to because the track's so small. Too. It feels like it, and quite frankly, they have too many cars on the track. It feels like because they keep smashing into each other and they keep having to mm. stop the race. On the big tracks, I think the Fontana it's either two or two and a half. They're getting up to over two hundred miles an hour. And it's deafening. You could not do one of those races without the the, the earplugs. Did they but sell it's, the, it's a blast. Did they sell the full turkey legs there? In Fontana? No, or at the Coliseum? At, at the Coliseum? Uh, no. I, I don't remember seeing them. Stuff, though, but I yeah. don't remember seeing that. So Fontana, the one race that I went to, this is one that Jimmy Johnson won. This is when it was like still Grand the Hills Eagles. The, the, still the Sprint Cup Series yeah. or whatever it was. And I went to one of them. I've never been. I had a cousin of mine that actually works in the industry that was really, really into it, so we went. I don't know what it was, but I'm like, everyone I felt like was walking around with those huge turkey legs. <laughs> like Disneyland? Yes. <laughs> My like second move after we found our seat is, I'm going to go get a turkey leg. It's there one I of those was, things that like, spreads. You're like, oh, I, that looks good, and then I get it. I mean, it might not work for Travis, but it works for other people. Oh, it's, 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 it's good. I'm not saying it's not it's good. Really good. I like because I like the I mean, dark meat. The I'm leg is dark meat, so yeah. I like that. But just gnawing on a turkey sure. leg, no, watching right. a sporting event, or walking through Disneyland, yeah. taking down a turkey leg is just my it doesn't, hope is, doesn't sync greasy. up for me. It's my, all of it. My hope is that at crypto here very soon. <laughs> They start having just big turkey legs, and people sitting in the aisle, the guy next to you is just eating a turkey leg. I have a question. So if you get the turkey leg at Disneyland, and you get into a line, you think that, okay, the line's long enough, I'm going to eat this turkey leg before I get on this Can ride. I ask, this is not, I'm really asking, how long does it take to eat one of those things? I don't know, I haven't had it. So Average? I mean, it's got to be a half an hour. It's 18 and a half minutes. Right. It's it was enormous. A, a pull done anyway, <laughs> the state of California. So here's the situation. You think you're going to take a long time to get to the line. You, you, you don't finish this turkey leg by the time you get to board your ride. And, you know, it's, it's sick, a significant amount of this turkey leg that's still left for you to eat. You paid a lot of money for it. Yep. Do you put it in your bag? Do, you, no. do you just throw it away? No, like, do you I'm, either, I'm doing one of two things. I'm either literally going back to the end of the line <laughs> or I'm pulling over to the side and maybe communicating with people or I'm throwing it away. It's Disneyland, $30 for a turkey leg. I'm keeping that thing. Then you so got to go back to the end bag? of the line. No, nah, nah, I'm going to put it in the bag because they give it to you in a bag. I'm going to yeah. put it inside the little pouch where you can put your stuff. The ride's <laughs> Over, take it out of the pouch. That's yeah, not bad. You don't want to like throw up on the ride or something but because this, you've eaten this guy leg. is going to be holding, and this is just where do I keep is... my mashed potatoes and uh, mac and cheese? I mean, <laughs> if we're eating different. turkey legs at Disneyland, it's not Thanksgiving. You guys sell stuffing here, <laughs> exactly. Hey, you guys have gravy? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> You're still trying to but get then, some of yeah, that yeah, imagine riding, I don't know, like uh, the Incredicoaster with just a belly full of turkey leg. Uh, that sounds lovely. Yeah, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to skip that. <laughs> there are other things I like there. I don't know if I need the uh, the turkey leg at the top. We're doing it next, Lee. We're doing Rams. We're yeah, talking about it. why this is their playoff game on Sunday because mm-hmm. it basically is. Playoffs, that's, that's the next. way. It's Travis Lee, 710 ESPN.